episode, we are chatting with Dr. Heather Pesky from the National Council on Teacher Quality. They have presented a study regarding teacher prep review standards for building content knowledge. The link to the study will be in the episode notes. Dr. Pesky joined NCTQ as president in May of 2022. She comes to NCTQ from her role as Senior Associate Commissioner for Instructional Support in the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, where she implemented policies and programs across teacher development, educator preparation, and curriculum instruction that drove historic improvements for students, including record graduation rates, the highest rating NAEP performance, and dramatic increases in higher education participation and success. After having started her career as an elementary school teacher in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Dr. Pesky served as Director of Teacher Quality at the Education Trust and later as the Vice President of Programs at Teacher Plus. Over her three decades in education, she has been named a Future Chief by Chiefs for Change, a Broad Academy Fellow, and a recipient of the Governor Paul Cellucci Award for Leadership and Mentoring in, the, in State Government. Dr. Pesky earned her master's degree and doctorate in administration, planning, and social policy from the Harvard Graduate School of Education. She graduated with a bachelor's degree from Kenya College with Magnum Cum Laude honors. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Building Knowledge Podcast. I have an amazing guest with me. I'm so happy to have her, Dr. Heather Pesky. And um, Dr. Pesky comes from the NCTQ organization, and they published this interesting, and I'm going to call it a study, um, and it's called the Teacher Preps Review Standard Building Content Knowledge. Um, core knowledge, you know, part of our mission is to promote this building of content knowledge for students, but we, what we have found is that we also have to help backfill and build the content knowledge of teachers, uh, and so this study really shows how teacher prep doesn't necessarily prep teachers properly for the content knowledge that they're going to be teaching their students, um, no matter what program it is. So thank you so much, uh, Dr. Pesky, for joining us today. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm delighted to be here. I'm going to just dive right in. And can you talk to us about why NCTQ decided to conduct this study? Yes. So the National Council on Teacher Quality, or NCTQ, has a mission. We're on a mission to ensure that every child in the United States has access to an effective teacher and effect, and teachers are supported to be effective. And so the reason we set out to do this study is that we know the importance for students of having science and social studies knowledge, um, both in order to be able to pursue science and social studies, to learn about those disciplines, and also to become strong readers and really creative problem solvers. And if students need this knowledge, then certainly their teachers need to have the content knowledge to teach students this content. Uh, sort of more simply put, teachers can't teach what they don't know. 
And the place to gain access to that content knowledge for teachers is in their teacher preparation programs. And so we set out to look at the extent to which teacher preparation programs across the U.S. for elementary teachers were preparing uh, teachers, aspiring teachers in science and social studies. And we just know that when teachers aren't prepared, they go into classrooms and they're not as effective with students. And so we know that teachers report spending less time on social studies and science, and that's often likely because they say that they're not comfortable teaching it. In fact, in a 2018 National Science Foundation survey, only 42% of elementary teachers reported feeling well-prepared to teach social studies. And even fewer, only 31% reported feeling well-prepared to teach science. So they really elementary teachers haven't felt a lot of confidence in their preparation. And so we know that that kids deserve to have access to teachers who have the content knowledge and teachers deserve to be well prepared in that content knowledge in order to be successful. So that's really what drove our study and our curiosity and our interest in trying to see to what extent are teacher preparation programs preparing elementary teachers with the content they need in science and social studies. And we'll make sure that we put a link to the study um, in the notes so that everybody can go and read um, more about this after we finish our our discussion. So what were the general findings? Well, there is good news and bad news. So I'll start with the good news. Most programs and most teacher prep institutions have courses available within their current program or degree options that would cover the core content that aspiring teachers need to know. So the courses exist and they're there at the institutions or in the teacher preparation programs. The bad news, however, is that programs are missing a major opportunity to actually advise and require future elementary teachers to take the right courses. And when I say the right courses, I mean the courses that best align with the content teachers need to teach students the content that they need to learn. So uh, instead of offering really kind of targeted direct advice or requirements to candidates, The teacher preparation programs are offering aspiring teachers a long list of potential options of courses. And these potential options have a lot of, um, they have variety in terms of relevance to the classroom. So very specifically, 84% of the institutions in our sample address at least 75% of the science and social studies content that elementary teachers need within their current course options. But only 3% of the institutions require candidates to take the right courses to get content in these topics. So, for example, future elementary teachers in over 90% of the teacher prep programs have the option to take courses on topics that we find in the student standards, things like civics or properties of matter. But programs aren't requiring that candidates select courses in any of these topics, which potentially leaves really big gaps in teachers' content knowledge. And we found those gaps are most acute in world history and economics when it comes to social studies. And when it comes to science, the gaps are most acute in content around engineering design. So 
Do you think that colleges and universities were even aware that they weren't pointedly providing that background knowledge that teachers need to teach the current curriculum that's out there? Well, this is a good question, Kristen. And, you know, we always say that the reason that we're so focused on uh, on teacher preparation programs is because they have so much power in terms of making a huge impact on aspiring teachers and by extension, making such a big impact on those teacher students. So we really think teacher prep programs just have so much opportunity um, that they can leverage to make impact for students. So this question of were colleges and universities aware that they were not providing the background knowledge teachers need? Um, you know, it's given that it's their responsibility to ensure that their aspiring teachers are learning the content they'll be expected to teach. In many cases, I don't think they were aware of the gaps. And in fact, NCTQ has received feedback from dozens of teacher preparation program leaders and faculty members, and they've thanked us for conducting this analysis. They've informed us and shared that they're going to use the analysis to make improvements to their course requirements to ensure that their aspiring elementary teachers are taking the courses that are aligned to what they'll need to teach. And one issue that we understand is that there's complexity when it comes to course requirements at the institutional and program levels. So for example, you might have general education program requirements in social studies and science, many of which an aspiring teacher might take before they formally enter the teacher prep program. And then you have teacher prep program requirements or courses that someone has to take to get an elementary ed degree. And the NCTQ analysis, we looked at both the courses an aspiring elementary teacher can take, both to fill general education requirements and also to fill requirements for the program. And the bottom line was just that there are so many course options and that they vary in relevance to what an aspiring elementary teacher needs to know. So that's why we provided every program in our analysis with a recommended sequence of courses, courses that these institutions already have available as options that would give the aspiring elementary teachers the most thorough content coverage in social studies and science. So were they aware they were not providing the background knowledge? I don't think they were aware. And they have reinforced and told us that it's been helpful to have both the report as well as this tool we developed called the content coverage tool to help them do better analyses of what it is their teachers need and what they currently have access to or where the gaps lie. My my own son is um, in college. He's actually going into secondary education. So he is has a more refined track. But when I look at the course catalog, I'm like, I don't even how people decide what they want to take, even for like general education requirements. So I'm so glad that you all have provided all of all of this research and these materials to help um, these teacher prep programs. So do you think that this focus on content um, is because of that re- of the recent popularity of the science of reading and this idea of growing students' background knowledge in order to support literacy? Well, it's it's a very powerful body of research, decades of research that support the finding that building content knowledge for elementary students is essential for reading comprehension. 
And the recent popularity of the science of reading has helped elevate this finding. Um, and thanks to the Core Knowledge Foundation and to your good work, you've also been fundamental to lifting up this finding and our attention to this research. So much as learning phonics helps students decipher the sound of words, for, um, for students to gain background knowledge about a breadth of subject areas helps them draw meaning from what they read. So, for example, um, in, when, when there are tests done of reading comprehension, many times it's really students' knowledge about the topic they're reading about that predicts their comprehension of the passage better than their reading ability. Uh, one example we give in the report is that when a student might be doing their science homework, they understand that the word pupil refers to the center of the eye. It's a part of the eye rather than referring to another student or their peer in school. And so this importance of background knowledge is, is something that was critical to us thinking about the impact of the building knowledge standard and our study. And it's especially true for our most vulnerable students, the importance of background knowledge. So for Black students, Latino students, English language learners, students with disabilities, students living in poverty, it's actually their teachers who are most likely to report that they're unprepared in teaching social studies and science. So by ensuring and improving the content preparation for these teachers, we can make a really big difference in the reading comprehension of the students in our schools who are the most vulnerable. So do I think it's because of the recent popularity of the science of reading? I'm not sure the origins, but I'm glad to see that there's increased attention to the importance of background knowledge and hopefully with this report, increased attention to the importance of teacher preparation in providing that background knowledge for teachers so they can teach what they know and ultimately well-serve their students. One of the things that you mentioned in the study that I thought was really interesting was ideally programs should provide candidates with multiple specific recommendations of what courses to take allowing them to meet graduation requirements and gain the social studies and science content that they need to teach their future students. So you have some really great graphics that illustrate this in the study. Can you talk about what is going on in terms of social studies and science course requirements currently in the teacher preparation programs and then exactly what NCTQ is recommending? Yes. So most programs in the NCTQ study, we found most programs have courses available within their current program or current degree options. Most programs have courses available that would cover the court content, but they're missing a major opportunity to actually recommend or even require future elementary teachers to take the right courses. Uh, they're, they're missing an opportunity to recommend the set of courses that are most aligned to the content that teachers will teach once they get into elementary schools. So we found that on average, institutions and teacher prep programs require four science courses and six social studies courses across general ed and program requirements. So this means that they they already devote significant time that could cover key content topics. So the, the time exists, and yet the link to the core content that's needed is not there. We found the vast majority of institutions have core social studies and science topics covered in the existing courses that they already offer. 
But the problem is that the courses are options, not actually requirements, which means that many of these aspiring teachers are, are not learning the content that they'll need to teach. And let me be a little more specific, Kristen, and give you an example. A program could have a requirement that an aspiring teacher take, let's say, two history courses, meaning that they could take any two courses offered by the history department. So this could include courses that have essential content that an aspiring elementary teacher needs, such as U.S. history or world history. But they could also include, and this is actually a real example, a course that's titled Sports History and the American Character. So if the aspiring teacher chooses to take the course on sports history, that's obviously much less relevant, and they're not going to be well prepared to deliver the content knowledge that their students in elementary schools need. So that's why NCTQ is recommending that programs should give aspiring teachers concrete, relevant course options that lead them to gain the deep content knowledge that they need by the time they complete the program and graduate. Well, again, it's just a, it's a suggestion, it's a recommendation from NCTQ that programs uh, take a more proactive approach to requiring courses that are best aligned to the content that these elementary teachers will be expected to teach students. And although that, that seems like a very interesting course, and it sounds like it would be fun, and I think that that's sometimes, you know, um, anyone going in you know, they're in college, they want to take something that seems interesting and fun because they're bogged down with all of these other classes. And so I could see why uh, teachers and just other students alike would be drawn to courses like that. Um, but I love the idea because I'm out in the schools and seeing that teachers are struggling, that you all can provide recommendations to teacher preparation um, programs to really point students in a more positive direction so they aren't, um, so they're well prepared when they go into the classroom. Um, so in recent years, many states have begun adopting the next generation science stand standards or creating their own variation of these. Um, and all of them include this engineering design. And you briefly spoke about this at the beginning. Um, so can you talk about your findings in this area? Yes. So what we did in order to do this study is we looked at uh, a number of different requirements for students in terms of what kids need to know. So we looked at the social studies and science standards across all 50 states and the District of Columbia. And we built this map of the topics and the content that were common. And so when we looked at, at these, overall, 40 states include engineering design as a standard for elementary students. Yet the NCTQ analysis found that engineering design is, uh, is the only core elementary science topic that's not even available in optional coursework for aspiring elementary teachers. So more specifically, we found that only 19% of the institutions in our sample had an optional engineering design course for their aspiring elementary teachers, and only 10% required such a course. So here again, we recommend that programs work with leaders at their institution to add courses or to modify existing courses 
so that aspiring elementary teachers learned more about engineering and could better support students to learn the standard around engineering design. And the reason this is important is that the stakes are really high. We're leaving too many students unprepared for the workforce, unprepared to be engaged in the civic engagement that we need them to be doing as, um, as members of our democracy. And so, for example, STEM jobs are fa the fastest growing and the highest paying jobs. And getting early exposure to science, technology, engineering, and math may have lifelong implications for students. And social studies content is also essential for helping students' critical thinking skills and becoming informed participants in our nation and the world. So when we leave things out of our teacher prep, like engineering design, and yet the states and, um, and stakeholders have identified these as critically important topics for kids, then it means there's this big gap between the content teachers know and what it is that kids need to learn. And so that's really what we're trying to help do is close that gap. So the study lists recommendations on action items for teacher preparation programs, as well as for policymakers, because they, they are also important here. Can you describe those? Sure. NCTQ lists a bunch of recommendations on actions that we can take both in teacher prep as well as state policymakers. So as I said at the beginning of the discussion, in the vast majority of cases, the courses already exist. They, they're already there. So the institutions don't need to add more or, or, in, or take on more new classes or even change the number of courses that aspiring teachers take. What NCTQ is recommending is that teacher prep, prep programs need to explicitly lay out for their teacher candidates which courses of the available options someone should take if they want to be an elementary teacher. And here we developed the building content knowledge content coverage tool for each of the programs in our sample. And this provides customized recommendations to the programs so that they can see where the gaps in content coverage exist within their current requirements, and they can see which courses they could require to provide their elementary candidates with maximum content coverage. So that's really what we're suggesting on the part of teacher preparation programs. When it comes to state education policymakers, and uh, I was a state education policymaker for about a decade, so I also wanna remind state education policy leaders that they have a real role to play. And the way they can do this is that states can leverage the program review and approval process to support teacher prep program improvement. So for example, they could monitor the extent to which programs support teacher candidates in building the breadth of their content knowledge. They could do something like require programs to conduct a gap analysis. They could use NCTQ's content coverage tool to do this, or they could also look to their elementary content licensure test pass rates. And if they did this, they could identify areas for growth in specific topic areas. Um, the state of Colorado recently did this, where they worked with their teacher preparation providers, and they looked at licensure test results, and they saw that there were gaps in the knowledge. I think it was in world history. And so they saw that the candidates weren't doing very well in that, in that area. And by increasing the content in the preparation programs, their teachers were better prepared to teach social studies in that area. So this type of process 
of really looking at the gaps in content knowledge would mean aligning standards, instruction, and assessment across the breadth of required content topics in science and social studies. Um, I think I said, but just to emphasize, states could also require that all elementary teachers pass a licensure test that separately scores the content in ELA, math, social studies, and science. So they could see more specifically where it is that their aspiring teachers need content support. Those are just some of the types of recommendations. Again, because uh, every student deserves access to a high quality education and to a well-prepared teacher. These teachers need to have the knowledge and skills to deliver on the promise of American education that will give them an education that will prepare them to succeed in school and in life. And teacher prep programs have a real clear opportunity here to really better prepare aspiring teachers in social studies and science content knowledge that will help elementary students, both in terms of learning science and social studies, but also in terms of being stronger readers who better comprehend the text that they're reading. Uh, so given that this knowledge is really cumulative, meaning the more a student knows, the faster they can learn and learn more, Building the strong foundation for teachers in social studies and science content is really fundamental to ensuring a high quality education. And I guess I would just also add, Kristen, that this is especially true when it comes to teaching students of color, students learning English, and students living in poverty, who are more likely to need more support in gaining access to the kind of background knowledge and content knowledge in science and social studies that will help support them to be scientists and to be engaged as part of the civic engagement of our nation, but also to just have the opportunity to really learn to be strong readers. So eliminating educational disparities is really incumbent on ensuring that teachers who are coming into classrooms have the content knowledge they need to be successful with kids, particularly in science and social studies. So just kind of simply put, uh, teachers can't teach what they don't know. And so we really need to make sure that in aspiring elementary teachers learn the content knowledge they need to be successful once they get into classrooms. And it's teacher preparation programs and states who can really support that goal of ensuring that aspiring elementary teachers are well-equipped to well-teach science and social studies, and in so doing, well-teach kids how to be strong readers. I I love all of this because we are we want we want to do the same thing for our teachers that we're doing for our students. We want to set them up for success. And if they don't have that background knowledge, we are not setting up those teachers for success in the classroom, which trickles down to their students. So thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you for all that you are doing in this area, which is something that we have been doing for the last 30 years at the foundation. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to be a guest. And uh, if anyone has further questions, we're always happy to answer and engage uh, and really appreciate you taking the time and having the interest in the building content knowledge standard and in our report. So thanks for that, Kristen. Absolutely. And once again, all of that information will be in the notes for the episode. Thank you. Thank you.